Hey, hey, Bon Street Ballers. Patty Dominguez here with Tim Wambeck. Happy Wednesday to you. You are listening to episode 108 of the Bon Street Society podcast. And on today's show, we have Christian Kata. That's Christian with a K, as he noted to us. Uh, and he is talking about hustle, right? It's one of our reoccurring themes that we love to talk about. And this is just a great story, learning about someone that applied lessons in his life an opinion or two that he's taken on and then put into action, you're going to see what's evolved for Christian. Pretty incredible. So as we're starting out this year, 2016, you're going to learn a lot from this episode and we're happy to bring it to you. Now, if you haven't already done so, make sure to hit that subscribe button because that is what makes you a Boss Reballer. And make sure to connect with us on social media. We're on Twitter at Boss Re Society is our handle or of course on Facebook, Boss Re Society. And if you want to join our special group, it is facebook.com. Boss Free Society, Dojo, D-O-J-O, and here we go. Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Today we have Christian Kata. That's Christian with a K, which was his slogan when he ran for student body president in high school. Christian is the host of the Healthy Success Podcast, and his goal is to assist you with creating solutions by taking action and giving you tools that you can immediately use to improve your mind and business. Christian is proof that the rules of business are made to be broken. He's raw, he's real, and he will help you with your business skills by shedding BS excuses and have fun creating healthy success in your life so you can take action to create real results. The Boss Free Society Podcast welcomes Christian Kata. Christian Kata, welcome to the Boss Free Society. It is so awesome to have you. Personally, I met you about, let's say, about a year ago now. I think it's exactly a year. Yeah, it's exactly a year. And the, and the amazing thing is that when I met you, I met you at an event. We were working with a coach at the, at the time. We had the same coach. It was an event. And I remember you and I connecting afterwards. And you had asked me just some basics around branding, what you could do and stuff. And so you really didn't have a lot of foundational concepts, per se, about internet marketing. And I admire you so much because you have so much hustle and you'll take one idea and you'll freaking 10 X it. I know that's an overused cliche term at this point because <laughs> 10 X is everywhere. And I just don't even know how else to say it, but you have completely exponentially catapulted your career into something that you're an internet marketer. Like I see you officially as an internet marketer, you're a periscoper, you're a coach, you, you have a, a health and wellness background, really amazing. So tell us, how would you describe what you do and how do you add value? Here's, here's the easy, it's like a dog with a bone. You know, you get, you get the scent for something that, that, that you want and, you know, the dog sits there and just scratches at the door until he gets it. So it's kind of funny, um, you know, I love the story and you and I have talked about it over and over again because 
I knew based on, you know, where we met and what we were doing that the only way that I was going to be able to increase my ability to, to see more results, which, you know, we're all about production and creating results. And so it came down to either you get on the internet and you start doing it now, or you sit there and you wonder what happens and, <laughs> right. and, and, and watch everything go by. And, and there's a quote, and I've, I've said this on you know, my show, and I've said this a few times to you know, clients and stuff, but there's a quote that says, there's three types of people in this world. There's those who make things happen, those who watch things happen, and those who wonder what happened. Well, I'm not a, one, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a wonderer, and I don't watch things happen. So I knew it was kind of like figuring it out. But, um, you know, the, that first time that we kind of checked in after we met yeah. in, in California, I mean, I remember saying, so, so Patty, where, you know, will you take a look at my website and, oh, amazing. and help me, you know, so where should I put this opt-in box? Yeah, literally, <laughs> where should I put it in the opt-in box? I was like, yeah, that's <clears throat> cool. And, and see, the difference is that most people will take that and then they just get frozen and okay, how do I make it happen? Versus you, you're like, what's an opt-in box and how does that work? And so it's almost like you retrofit everything. Like, why am I doing it? How does it work? And how, like, you see things from a like an eagle eye view and as to how is this all works together seamlessly. And then you just deep dive into everything. I mean, it's like nothing I've ever seen because I I coach a lot of different people and I just you stand out completely as an outlier and it's not like you were even my coaching client it's just that one conversation and then all of a sudden i see you everywhere in periscope i'm like what the hell (laughs) you completely branded yourself on there i was like so impressed i just want to give you big props no i i appreciate it and so it's kind of funny because um you know we both work can i say his name jeff yeah so jeff combs i mean i credit him with a lot in regards to my, my personal growth, you know, understanding why people do what they do. And, and I got, I went on Periscope and I started talking about that initially with this idea that it was going to be geared towards fitness because I thought maybe I was going to go into the online world and start talking about this concept of mind body business. Well, you know, when you get online, you're casting this wide net, you don't catch anything. And so you have to start niching it down. Well, the fitness was something that was important to me. It, it was just more of a, a personal thing. What I really liked doing was helping people figure out how to solve problems. It didn't matter if it was fitness. It didn't matter what it was. And so learning from Jeff this idea of cause and effect and how, like, why people do what they do, that was just one step. And then I started working with another guy who teaches this this concept of what's called human design and soul contract work. So it's why we do what we do. So now I get these two pieces and through working with with this, you know, guy Jeremy Wilson, I start I under I've come to the understanding that I'm what's called a projector. So I have this ability to kind of see things as they lay out. Like in my mind I can visually visually see the the next five steps of what needs to take place mm-hmm. to to create this result and now that's helped me really get clear on what's taking place so where we were a year ago i'm in this mindset now that i remember the frustration and like how insurmountable this this seemed to get to the point where i am today because you and i've talked about i mean i had the luxury of 
the, the business that I was in, commercial real estate, I had, you know, money in the bank. I had, you know, the savings and I had the time because I worked from home where I could literally almost shift gears and say, okay, I'm going to do this as a full-time job. So I, I was like a student for, uh, you know, I got a master's degree in online marketing from the School of Hard Knocks over the last 12 months, but I did put in, you know, the same 40, 50, 60 hours a week. It was only I was learning and applying things and testing. And so now where I'm at with healthy success, with, you know, my brand that I've created, it's more about the frustration that I, that I had knowing how hard I was working and the, the little results that were coming because I could only be in one place. And what we love about online marketing and internet marketing is this aspect of being able to be in multiple places, being able to automate, being able to spend more time with the family. Like I, you know, I just told you guys, we spent a couple of days at Disneyland and it was okay because I had some other people that I outsourced some things to that were working on stuff. I came back today. I have a Disneyland hangover, but it doesn't affect <laughs> it doesn't affect the ability for everything else to keep going on. So, you know, that's that's really my goal right now is to help people. It's kind of like a puzzle, really. I mean, when you and I first spoke, I only had the pieces laying on the table and I had no clue what the picture looked like. Right. So, exactly right. So, you know, if you think of like a puzzle, you can put little pieces together and a lot of people do that. They put one corner together and then they, you know, Tim, they get the second corner put together. You gotta get the frame. <laughs> yeah, you see the cat's ear and then you got the cat's tail and you're like, where, you know, where's the basket that the cat's laying in? And so it's a lot of people, I feel like they don't ever really can put the whole puzzle together because they're so busy trying to make sure that they've, that they've got everything right. And I want to help them. Yeah. I want to help them bridge that gap. I, w I want them to, to understand that it's not as complicated as it seems. So in your, in your learning about how to become a, an internet marketer, online marketing, what were some of those hurdles that you had to overcome? What were those learning experiences that you could, that you could talk to? So the first one I, I think was distinguishing the difference between the social media marketer versus the internet marketer. Right. Because when you first get introduced to the, the whole online world, I, I mean, I thought, and I told this to Patty, I've had this website up for, well, speaking of which, we don't even have that website anymore. So um, I had this website that was built out. You know, I spent like three grand having someone help me develop this website on WordPress that now I could probably put together quicker and, and better than, than the person I paid. And it was just this idea that you don't know what you don't know. And so, you know, I built the website and I figured, okay, I got a website. Now, when do people start showing up? <laughs> so, you know, first it's like, okay, you get a web presence. You don't even know about traffic. So I thought, okay, social media, if I post some things on Facebook, then people will start going to the website. There's all the inner workings and, and how everything ties in together and understanding where you fit in that, where the, where the best use of your time. So if you look at what I, what I do now, I, I consider myself what I call a strategic action coach. So I, I work with people on, on a strategic action plan. So what's your end goal? And, and where are we at now so that we can reverse engineer it? Mm -hmm. And 
it's different for everybody. So for me, you know, for example, I love funnels. I love digital product creation. I didn't even know what that was 12 months ago, but as soon as I found it, like I said, a dog to a bone, like you find what it is that's, that's interesting to you and you start digging and going down that rabbit hole. Yep. And then it leads to, to other things. So I think the biggest thing for people is just to, to understand what the big picture is and then find a, a focus point to start putting their time and energy into and ship some things in those areas. Because if you try and do it all, like we said, cast a broad net, you just end up pulling out a net with no fish in it. So true. So talk to us about what it's been like for you as an entrepreneur. Did you, you know, did you ever have a job, like a traditional job? Have you always been an entrepreneur? How have you grown as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I come from the, I come from a background with a family of entrepreneurs. So it's been a lot easier as far as the mindset goes, because it is a totally different mindset, the employee yeah. mindset versus the entrepreneurial mindset. I've never had, you know, grown up and, and seen parents that, you know, went to a job that was a nine to five job and then had weekends off. I mean, my parents owned commercial real estate for as long as I can remember. So my dad would get calls from tenants at three o'clock in the morning, the toilets plugged. And, you know, that's just part of being an entrepreneur. Um, same thing would go, he'd be able to take two weeks off for family vacation. So flexibility and, and understanding that was already ingrained in me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But I have, you know, I have 15 years of commercial real estate. So there's some aspect of kind of the, the traditional employee, you know, framework that's in place in being a broker because you do go work for a brokerage company. You are expected to show up. Uh, you, you, regardless of whether or not you have a certain, you know, amount of, of, you know, deals that are supposed to be closed, it ultimately affects you, but they still want to see you produce, right? right. Because you're taking up, you're taking up desk space. Yeah. And so, and so I, I have experienced those kinds of, you know, constraints. And then once I decided to start doing that on my own and, and working from home, there's more of the entrepreneurial leniency. But here's the biggest thing. So I've failed. You know, I went out on my own in 2006 and we, you know, pulled off what I would call the, the incredible. I mean, we closed a pretty large retail real estate development deal right before the collapse of the market. Mm. And then we rode that puppy down. <laughs> we rode it all the way <laughs> to the bottom. So the first time that we went out, that I went out on my own with, with a partner, the hardest part was being accountable to myself because there was nobody else that, that I was accountable to. So that idea of you don't have any, you know, you don't have a nine to five. There's no place to clock in. There's nobody checking on you. Yeah. So yeah, I get to make my own schedule. Well, you better make it a schedule yeah. versus just you know knowing like I can go from the bedroom to the boardroom. Well, you better have some hours in the boardroom. <laughs> right. Right. Because so, it's easy not to do. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, oh, well, I don't have to check in so I can go hang out at noon, <laughs> you know? That That's a good uh, kind of 
veering off point here. So what's a personal development or growth habit that you have that enables you to, to, to have that discipline to stick to a schedule that you set for yourself? So I'm, you know, I'm at some degree a workaholic. And so I have to, I have to check out the easiest thing. And like, if I go back to saying how Patty and I met and we had, you know, we've shared the same coach. And so it was identifying why people do what they do. What's the cause that creates the effect, you know, overcoming procrastination was a huge issue for me. Um, it wasn't necessarily that I procrastinated because of fear of anything in particular. It was just more or less that I procrastinated because of shiny object syndrome. And so for me, it was, it was getting focused and seeing things through until there's a result or at least, you know, at least getting, getting things accomplished before moving on to the next best thing, because I have this creative mind. And so I'll come up with a new idea and it's like, Oh, okay, I gotta go do this. Well, you have to stay focused. And so identifying that was, was the first step. Creating a routine around that is, is the second step. Because for me, and for most people, we're creatures of habit. Yeah. So if we can create some sort of routine, even if it's, you know, we're our own boss, but it's our routine, then we have some structure. So like I get up in the morning and I have my, my routine. It's okay if that starts, you know, for the most part, I try and have it start at the same time, but I understand myself and how I work. So if it starts later, you know, if it starts at nine o'clock instead of six o'clock on, you know, Wednesday, that's okay because I know that I have a tendency to work longer anyways. So I'm just going to, you know, work a little longer and get, get those things on my list done. Exactly. So to that point under... ChristianCata.com is, um, that's your main website. People can find out about you, but can you tell us a little bit about the programs that you have? You talked about being a strategic action coach. Uh, what other things are you working on right now overall when you look at what's under the Christian Cotta umbrella? So I mentioned funnels and digital product creation. So this creative capacity, I've, I've found that I have this ability to hear people talk about what it is that they're passionate about Hear, you know, have conversations with people and I'll give you an example. So a friend of mine right now, justice Bowens was in a, we we're having a conversation. He told me that everybody's asking him how he gets all these sponsors on Periscope. And so I asked him, I said, okay, well, what's the problem with that? I don't have time. I can't help all these people. I said, well, have you ever thought of creating a program around it? No, what, what do you mean? And so <laughs> right. we've, we've developed and created this video course that, that we just launched that people can go in and, and get all the information that's in his head. And I've helped him outline it and structure it and, and you know, all of that. So what I've started doing is friends of mine, some people in mastermind groups, I've started helping them as well. To, to really streamline what they're doing in their mm -hmm. business, how to increase and automate so that they can make more income by leveraging their time better. And that's through funnels. It's through um, complementary products that, you know, span off of what their, their flagship program might be. And I'm building this testimonial base of, you know, people that are close to me that I have relationships with that, are willing to, you know, put their, to say, yeah, Christians really helped me. And in early uh, next year, we'll be, you know, putting out a course that's geared 
specifically towards helping people create their first funnel. Watch out, Derek Halpern. <laughs> <laughs> There's so, plenty of room. Oh, There's absolutely, plenty of room. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and for people who don't know what a funnel is, can you kind of explain the premise of that? I mean, you talked about, uh, in theory, the fact that somebody could take what they know and they can scale that knowledge online. You know? Yes. So the easiest way that I like to, when we call it fundamentals, mm-hmm. the the fundamentals of, of funnels. So think of a funnel with training wheels. There's most of the time when I ask people if they have a funnel, they'll say yes. And then I ask them, okay, what's it look like? And they'll mention lead pages. Right. And, and that's definitely part of it. But that's like, you know, go, let's go back to the puzzle. That's like having the piece that just has the cat's ear and you don't have any of any of the rest of the puzzle. <laughs> so, you know, you're missing the cute little nose and the whiskers. And so the idea is that we have a place where we're offering something to somebody for free and they can opt in to be part of our community. And because they liked what we just gave them for free, well, we offer them something else that's complimentary. You know, you and I just met, Patty, you like, you know, you like my hat. How about this T-shirt that goes really good with it? It's that, that whole idea that they already are, are taking something that you're offering. So offer them something else. And then, um, I've got a really good friend of mine named Jeremy Montoya, who, uh, is an email specialist. And so there's the whole aspect of the email side of things. And him and I have partnered up as well to really create this 360 degree view of helping people understand the entire funnel process, products and automation, once they're out of that, how do we, you know, course, how, how do we communicate with them through email to where we want to bring them back into the funnel or explain to them why they should want to go back in the funnel? So, so. what would, what should, kind of jumping off a little bit here, what, what should early entrepreneurs be focused on first and foremost to, to increase their probability of success? Clarity, hands down. I mean, I, you'll, you'll hear people say, focus on your email list. And Patty and I just talked about this, and I built this 3,000-person email list from January to, I think, June that was focused on fitness because that was the, in my mind, that was the easiest point of entry into the online world. Right. You know, I didn't have the belief that I knew enough info or had enough of a skill set to be able to come online and help people be more successful in their business online because I hadn't done it yet. And so that's shifted and that's changed. And there's a real, there's a much greater desire for me to be able to help somebody with a tangible result versus the fitness industry. And and there's a lot of great people out there that, that do wonderful things online in the fitness industry. That just wasn't for me. And so focus get clear, you know, get the clarity because you have to have vision and clarity in order to really be able to move forward. And this casting a wide net again, it's, it's that, you know, whole idea. You get an opt-in page, people tell you to build an email list, but your opt-in page says build the life of your dreams. That can be anything. So I think it's a much better to get super focused, super clear on what it is and niche it down. You know, we had a little bit of a conversation before this interview about a friend of mine who's got a great niche, you know, specific niche to 
you know, Periscope is a, is a prime example. It's one specific social media. It's new. It's interesting. It's hot. There's a lot of, you know, different niches even within that. So I'd say get super clear and focused. That's awesome. So with everything that has transpired in your entrepreneurial career, what would you think at what point are you going to feel like I hit a success? I'm a success. I mean, you've had successes along the way, but being an internet marketer, is it a big payday? Is it a big month? At what point are you going to feel like you're a success? For me personally, I mean, I, I think that it's, the first time I sold something online and that was a success, you know, you pop your online cherry. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's know, addicting, isn't it? Well, yeah. And, and I, I want to share this because it was a total, I did it backwards. Right. So, I mean, my, if we're talking about success, I got on Periscope and that's where a lot of the momentum has happened. I found a medium where I could connect with people and they could, they could actually see who I am. It, much faster. I mean, I, I was on, I had a Facebook fan page, which I still have it. Um, and it's, it's grown because of Periscope. Same thing with Twitter. I mean, I never, I didn't understand what Twitter was about until like three months ago. And so all these other social medias are growing because of Periscope. But the, the reason that that's worked and as well as the podcasting is because I'm much more of a verbal communicator. So it, it's finding that social media channel that plays to what your strengths are writing for me is in my mind it's like oh it's like running it's like getting on a treadmill and and, you know running it's i'd rather get on the stair stepper and just (laughs) go slow and methodical so my success was really finding periscope because it comes down more to connecting with people versus the dollar amount because the dollars are going to come like they happen so i got on periscope and found a thousand followers in my first 30 days when I only had 20, I only had 1700 likes on my, on my Facebook business page in three years. And so that was the first success. And people started asking, how'd you get a thousand followers? So I did a paid webinar and I sold 32 paid webinar, you know, little, I, I did a, you know, one hour workshop on, on webinar jam and I sold it for $69. So that was the first success. I mean, I found something that people wanted and I sold it. Where I screwed up was there was 380 people that came to the page and I didn't have an opt-in on there. Oh, so my that's, God. Yeah. But <laughs> the learning you know curve. Exactly. You learn. And so it's okay. It's, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. And, and that's actually, I turned that into a free resource on my website. So that's my, one of my most popular uh, resources right now is that that webinar, I condensed it down. So yeah, but that, so my, to me, success is really the things that I've, I've connected to and gotten involved with on Periscope. Like I mentioned to you guys, the BOPO tribe and, and being involved in the, the movement there. Um, I'm also involved in a thing called zero moderation, which is a new, uh, Periscope channel with the founder of the Periscope summit, Ryan Bell. It's a, it's a, channel that's geared towards recovery, addiction, trauma, abuse, all of that. And so it's a, it's a channel that's really doing social conscious work and helping people, providing a, a place for them to come and find support and connect with other people that, are, that have gone through what they're struggling with. So that's what's more important to me versus the money, because the money will happen based off of that. I'm going to find the people that that want to find me. 
So that's that's the key, I think, is not focusing on the dollars. The dollars come as a as a product of that. So on your journey, your entrepreneurial journey, what's uh, what would you say like the best advice that you've ever received? Uh, I, I asked this question too, and now you're flipping the script on me. We're so flipping you're... the script on you. <laughs> um, the best advice. So I've got a friend named Kevin Madison, and he talks about this concept of discipline. This this having this this disciplined mind, and it comes down to you know, all, all these different areas. So we hear all the time about the hustle and we hear all the time about, you know, the, the perseverance, but it's also this discipline, this concept of slowing down to speed up. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens for most entrepreneurs, especially at first is that they're so, they want to go so fast that they burn out. And they don't ever get the chance to break through that wall because they're they're just they're so focused. The other thing too is that when you when you're going at light speed, it, it's all it's like a desperation, mm -hmm. and, and I, you don't see it because you're going so fast. Right. But it, it's you're having an out of body outer body experience, right, yeah. Patty? Yeah. You know, oh my god! You're, totally. You're, like, you're checked out because the only thing you're checked into is is going forward you're not you're losing these real connections with the people that you're just passing them by you're missing all these opportunities so this idea of going of slowing down to speed up i think is one of the most important things that an entrepreneur especially someone starting out can focus on because it will help you get to your goal faster you're you're going to go 1% for 365 days versus 100% for 30 days and then nothing. Exactly. So I, I must think about it like it's the same, the equivalent of when I ran the Chicago Marathon. Inevitably, there's people that don't train long enough who just are like, I'm pumped up. I'm going to totally do it. And then they freaking crash and burn at mile 13 and they're <laughs> vomiting on the side because they just, I mean, they burnt out as opposed to having a plan, working it slow and steady, 18 weeks of training and just knowing what you're facing and having a strategy for each and every mile. Right. And then of course, when you hit the wall at 22, you know what to do and you dig deep and just keep going. I mean, I, I really think of it as so much like that. It's so much like a race. Yeah, it's it's totally it's a it's a marathon versus a sprint. Exactly. If, yep, there you go. Yeah, if you're sprinting towards success, you're you're probably not doing it. You're not in it for the right reason. Yeah. Or how many times have you seen? Because this is so true in internet marketing, and I I think it was Matt Basak who um we had him on our show, and he says, "Look, the thing that drives me crazy," he said, and he's been in the game since the early 90s. I mean, this is like he is a pioneer. And you talked about the fact that all these people are following the people that are hot and, and new are like hot and happening right now. But those are the same ones that you're not going to see next year. The one because, hit wonders. Yeah, the one hit wonders because they don't have a sustainable plan. And they're just freaking like they it's insane how much they skyrocket to success. But it's the ones that, hey, you can be anybody could be hot for a year. But tell me where you're going to be at in five years, right? Those are the ones that you should follow. And I thought that that was really interesting too. Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because, you know, I have only been doing this for 12 months. I mean, it, 
the amount of information that I've absorbed in 12 months. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I, I swear I get it's so my, crazy. Head, my head, like if I, if I didn't meditate six to eight times a day, I don't know how I remember, <laughs> you know, Oh, what website was it that I saw that on? Yeah. You know, and you gotta see my, I mean, I, I pride myself in being a, a fanatical organizer, like my filing, my file system on my computer and my hard drive. Like I have some, I got some crazy stuff that I say, like, Ooh, this is really good. I got to store this away somewhere. So uh, but the more, you know, it's like we talked about. I mean, you, you, you find somebody and you're like, this guy's really interesting. And then you get on their list and then all of a sudden you get a, an affiliate link for someone else. And I'm like, oh, let me check this out. Oh, who the hell is this guy? Right. But then you start to put the pieces of the puzzle. It yeah. always comes back to, to the puzzle to knowing what the picture is, the clarity and the focus. So you talk about this, you know, Matt Basic. This is the first time I've heard of him. I'm going to have to go check oh, out. Dude, he's an OG. He's, yeah, like, he's, OG. he's like a monster. He's a beast. You well, got, yeah, so oh, you, you just gave me out. a new name. I got to go make a new folder when we get off here <laughs> and, and start compiling all his stuff. You see, yeah. If he's been around forever, I better make sure it's a big folder. So, yeah. You know, but Armin Morin, <laughs> the same thing. You know, Armin Morin, Evan Pagan. I mean, I found out about these guys because of Russell Brunson. I right. found out about Russell because of you know, it. You find who's hot now, and then you have to you have to do a little bit of homework and a little bit of research and figure out who they're learning from. Exactly. Because yeah, that's it. it. It's just what Russell says that the pioneers are the ones laying you know face down in the dirt with the that's arrows right. in their back. It's right. about it's modeling the people. It's not copying; it's modeling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Putting your putting your own flavor and your own twist on it. Yeah, so like, exactly. You know, Baskin Robbins style. So tell us what you got cooking for 2016. Tell us about what would 2016 because you're such a planner and you're so strategically minded and creative. What in terms of products are you rolling out or coaching, masterminding? What's going on? So you. You know, you and I have been friends now for a long time, Patty. You know, twelve months. I'll put that as a long time because <laughs> that we made the we. Had, it's like our one year anniversary. That's Happy right. anniversary, sweet. Yeah, congrats, bro. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, you know, you I've gotten a lot of good ideas from you, and, and we've shared a lot of good info, especially over the last six months. And so, um, I told you I went to Amy Porterfield's uh, B school mastermind and she said to put a mastermind together so we just got our first you know 10 person mastermind together which i'm pretty excited about so that's you know that's coming out we have some cool ideas uh based around that just because of the the people that are in the group and how complimentary they are so we're looking at rolling out some stuff around our our mastermind with you know providing content and value to other people that want an all-encompassing, you, you got a business and you want to figure out every single piece of the puzzle that you need, we've got a puzzle maker for each spot. You know, we got somebody that nice. holds each piece of the puzzle. Nice. Uh, of course, the, you know, fundamentals training will be coming out early 2016. Um, and then uh, working on a membership site with my buddy Jeremy. So that we're, that'll be called Funnel DNA. Funnel DNA, nice. Yep. So that's every the entire genetic makeup of a full scale funnel. Nice. Look at cool you. stuff on the horizon. 
Yep. So, Tim, you want to ask the infamous so, The last infamous question. last question, Christian, that's Christian with a K for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> what sage advice can you offer for our Boss Free Society listeners, something that they can do in the next 24, 48 hours that can move their business forward? The sagest advice that I can share with anybody, and, and just real quick, Tim, so Christian with a K, that was my, my slogan tagline when I ran for student body president. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, 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 I'm channeling that. Vote for me, Christian with a K. <laughs> did you really? Did you I did. It was all over. It was on all my posters and banners. Christian I can only imagine you in high school, like hustling to get the votes and stuff. <laughs> all four years. All four did years. Really? I'm not surprised. This is yeah, not surprising. All four years. So, um, but no, it, it's, it, it always comes down to if you want to move the needle forward, if you want to make the most amount of, of progress, you've got to start by looking inside. So, you know, I talk about this on my podcast that you start by identifying your strengths. And once you know what your strengths are, then you focus all of your time and attention on those until you, until they become almost, you know, they're just secondary movements. Like you don't even have to think about it. And then you start focusing on what your weaknesses are and turning those into to strengths. And eventually you'll, you know, you'll eliminate them. So for anybody that, that you know wants to get started being an entrepreneur, start looking inside. Take a personal inventory. And, and that's the best place to start is make a list of what you're good at and what you're not so good at. Start focusing on how you can create results with what you're naturally good at. That's, that's where the most opportunity lies. And then come back and start making up the difference for those, those things that challenge you. Start learning, you know, taking courses and, and figuring out how to become much, much better at those things that are not innately, you know, talent, innate talents for you. That's it. That's it. it. Christian, kind of thank you so much for being on our show. All the links on how people can get in touch with you and your social media handles will be in the show notes. And awesome. you are so impressive. I'm a huge fan. I can't wait to see what you're <laughs> going to be rolling out in 2016. Well, yeah, we got to, don't worry, we're going to get a phone call and we're going to put our, our noggins together. And I love partnerships, if you can't tell. So yeah. we're going <laughs> to figure out something. Absolutely. All right, Christian, thank you so much. We appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society. Or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.